0: introduction but what is happening everybody it is one of your co-hosts your tri-host may if you will if you will it's britt sanders you can find me on twitter at the ff sandman we are here units per betting to help you keep stay get on the right track whatever proper adjective goes there is what we're going to keep with you with and i'm with my two trusty co-hosts zach and you gentlemen how are we doing
1: doing good man uh I would say, yeah, we're the tri host and that's T R Y or TRI, you know, like three. Um, there's a lot of controversy and news with some other people that sound, you know, similar to that. I just wanted to put that clarification out there. Nothing to do with those people.
2: I have no yeah. idea what you're
0: talking about, but yes, all of that.
2: Great, <laughs> great <laughs> weekend of football coming up too. six ranked matchups in college this weekend and a great NFL slate, too, so.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I uh I've started the week hot with Baylor in West Virginia. It was really exciting. And then Baylor decided to fumble and just my God, it was so frustrating. So frustrating. But here we are, anyways, to give you some fantastic bets and some little housekeeping to do at the beginning, as always. Starting off our how we've done thus far through the year. I am in the lead with eight units up with a 15 out of 22 correct hits. Followed by Schultz, with six units up with 11 out of 17. And then Drew is pulling the behind with his rehind minus three units at nine and 22. And unfortunately, we are going to be, well, fortunately, we're going to be altering the punishment schedule where it's every two weeks instead of every week. Unfortunately for Drew, he's going to uh, have to do it again. Uh, we have the unreleased footage of Drew with Hot Sauce. Drew, do you care to very briefly, just in a 10-second little soliloquy, detail that experience?
2: Always read the instructions. Um, <laughs> otherwise, it will it could result in a lot of pain. And I will leave it at that.
0: Yeah, so go watch the video because you see Drew in just a really fun amount of pain. Anyways, so like help his intestines, is inside his gut, his bathroom, I'm sure, we decided to give him a punishment that is fit of a two-time winner, back-to-back weeks, I guess back-to-back by weeks so recently there was a marathon runner that finished a marathon in like two and a half hours, some ridiculous clip, and he had a pace, a mile pace of 13 miles an hour, which I don't know if anyone's trying to run 13 miles an hour for two and a half hours, but I imagine that is what death feels like and or living in a burning fire uh regardless we are going to put drew on a treadmill at 13 miles an hour whatever the fastest pace is and if we're going to let the public and ourselves bet on the over or under for if he can breach a specific time allotment so I thought 10 seconds seems to be a reasonable amount of time. Drew, do you feel like that is too lofty? Would you take the over on that yourself? Cause that may be more telling for us.
2: Well, since I'm doing the punishment, my betting history has not been the best lately, but I would hammer the over that. I would go much further than 10 seconds.
0: Ooh. Okay. So Schultz, what are you thinking here? If not 10 seconds, you thinking what
1: man, honestly, I, I I'm intrigued. Uh, I mean, I know actually one time we were talking and Drew said he was gonna go out for a run and then I he then he could record. So I know maybe he's he's into running. I'm a six foot two hundred and thirty pound overweight guy. I don't could I even hit thirteen miles an hour? Who's to say?
0: I don't know, man. So maybe like would 15 seconds sway that at all? Would you like begin like quiver yourself on yourself, Drew?
2: It'd be closer. Yeah, I think I was still at the over, but it's sprinting. Yeah, from what I do, sprinting is much different than actual running, I would say. That's definitely hitting a different gear. So that that would question it a little more. That'd be much closer for me.
0: Let's do 16 and a half, just for fun. 16 and a half <clears throat> like seconds. We, you will see a poll on Alex Johnson's and the Yards Per B- Fantasy Twitter You'll get a chance to kind of put a little stake in it. If you want to have side bets, you can DM me. I'm not going to do it, but you can just tell me what you think. Uh, we may in fact have a side bet here just for fun. Oh, good. U- oh, UTSA decided not to score. That's exciting for me. Good job, guys. You're awesome. <laughs> uh, best part of this podcast is watching football and enjoying those emotions when you're trying to talk. Okay, so 60 and a half seconds, Drew. Over, under, if you can, at 13 miles an hour. Zachy or Schultz, what are you doing? Over, or under, 60 and a half seconds.
1: I mean, I got to take the under just to be contrarian, but I'm going to say he's going to, it's going to be damn close.
0: Yeah, I'm going under, I think like 14 seconds, 14, 15 seconds, like really close. Uh, Drew, do you risk, are you going to warm up for this or are you going to do it cold? This is important information for us betting on you.
2: Probably a little bit. I mean, I'm not in terrible shape, but also, I, going that fast you could tear something or pull something very quickly and i would rather not suffer more in these punishments because the hot sauce one you'll see was bad enough as it is
0: yeah we're we're trying to make this a fun thing for you not a oh (laughs) good they scored not a bad thing like like you know like a painful but in a way that's not like death or pulling ligaments and dying so okay with that said we have a very fun slate for you guys to start up, but before we get ahead of ourselves, please gamble responsibly. Our units are in 5 to $10 increments. Please make sure that you are responsibly handling that. If you think you have a problem, that is not an issue. It is only an issue if you don't choose to address it. The National Gambling Hotline number is 1-800-547-6133. Seek help now. Get your life back on the right track. With that being said, my friends, where are we finding these good lines? We're finding them at BetUS, where you as a first time deposit can put down $50 or more and have a 125% deposit bonus back on that money, which I'm not good at math, gentlemen, but that does mean you're going to have more money than you initially deposit the first time. Is that correct? Checks out. Yep, math checks out. I would strongly recommend doing that because free money is good money, and we don't like to set money on fire. That being said, Drew, you are going to be pulling up our rear ends, so to speak. So I want to give you the first opportunity to go over your bets. And don't forget your best bet.
2: So playing around a little bit on BetUS, just looking at some of the heavier uh, spreads for the slate, you have the Buccaneers, you have the Packers and the Rams. I threw those into a money line parlay, Buccaneers and Rams, both at minus 470 and the Packers at minus 330. (laughs) Each of those are over a touchdown favorite when I lock this in. That nets out to minus 105 for a three-team parlay. Yeah, it's a parlay. It's not the best number per se. You're not in the plus territory. But these three teams are playing the Steelers. Buccaneers are at the Steelers. Packers are at home against the Jets. Rams are against Carolina, who just fired their head coach. None of them have really a look-ahead spot either going into the next week. I don't see them losing. So minus 105. And plus, as it's been mentioned before, my streak has not been off to a hot start as of late. So we're going to switch it up a little bit. Minus 105 for this three-team money line parlay with the Buccaneers, the Packers, and the Rams. That would be my best bet of the week. Next, we're gonna go get to some spreads. Patriots plus two and a half at Cleveland. Cleveland's had a lead in every fourth quarter of the season, and they're only two and three. One of those wins was a Thursday night game against the Steelers, and that was the score 29-17 was not indicative of how close the game actually was. It was an ugly Thursday night game. And the other one was a two-point win in week one over the Carolina Panthers, who we already mentioned they've lost Matt Rule, fired him after week. Five. Belichick has a way to take away your best player. The offense has been pretty one dimensional with Nick Chubb. He's been the best running back arguably to start this season. So if you slow down Nick Chubb, I'm not sure how much more you're going to be able to do. Plus, Jacoby Brissett has history with Bill Belichick. So Belichick knows his skill set. He should be able to slow him down in this offense. Miles Garrett's banged up along with other pieces on the defensive line and secondary. Bailey Zappi was fine last week. And Mac Jones is questionable to play. So I think whoever goes out there for New England gives you a chance to actually win the game outright. But I'll take the points at plus two and a half with the Patriots at Cleveland. And the next one, Schultz's Jaguars, my Colts, under 42. Since the start of 2021, AFC South games for the Colts, the under is eight and one. And that shouldn't surprise anyone, as we saw last Thursday night with the spectacular 12 to 9 win for the Colts over the Broncos. That game sucked. And if you've watched any of the Colts games this year, that's been a trend. They're the worst team offensively, 13.8 points per game. They allow this, they're tied with the Rams for the most sacks allowed. And their defense has been solid. They're in top 10 in the league in both yards and in scoring. Jaguars only scored six points last week against the Texans. I'm not sure what that was about. Could have just been a weird game for them, but. I don't think this is a high-scoring game in Indianapolis this weekend. I'm going to take the under and the Jaguars and Colts.
0: Yeah, also Genevieve and Clowney's out, which I wanted to highlight. Why that's another good opportunity. Honestly, if you really wanted to, the money line—I take the points because they give them to you. But if you're feeling brave, if you're if you're up a little money and you're wanting to burn some, like I just put a money line bet on the Patriots too. If I'm up like three or four units going into the on Sunday, dear God, please. I, I think I may just put a little like half unit bet on the Patriots money line to see if we're getting the action because I think that's got some
2: potential legs. I I completely agree with that. And plus, look at the matchup—it's Bill Belichick against Cleveland with Jacoby Brissett. I don't see Belichick losing that matchup that often.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely, Chelsea, What are you uh, What are you tinkering <laughs> with the player props for this week? Um. Actually, a really good
1: segue here. I really wanted to hit on Ramondre again, but I couldn't find anything this afternoon. Still, I think that they're waiting to hear probably about Jacoby Myers and who's starting at quarterback and just before they really uh, put this out there. But Cleveland's rush defense is awful. So I think Mondray is going to smash. But um, So I ended up double dipping on some Cardinals players. And I'm going Rondell Moore and Dino Benjamin both. Um, First up, Rondell Moore over 44 and a half yards receiving. Uh, Seattle, well, first of all, I think we're going to get a high scoring game. Uh, I don't know what the total is. I bet you it's close to 50, but. I believe it's
2: a 51. Last I checked, I think it's like second highest behind the Chiefs bills for the week. Yeah,
1: that sounds about probably right. Turns out uh, the Seahawks can play some offense, man. So I think we're going to get a fun one here. And Seahawks uh, versus slot so far this uh, season. This is from Ian Harrits on Twitter. Uh, He's a good follow. But so, yeah, Seahawks versus slot wide receivers. Yards per attempt, uh, 11 and a half. 31st in the league. Touchdown rate, 10.7%. 32nd in the league. QB rating, 139.3, 31st in the league. And explosive pass play rate, 35.7%. And that's 32nd in the league. We suck. Sign, yeah, sign me up for uh, some Rondale Moore action. He uh, They inserted him back right last week, and the dude was already getting targets. He was in the game plan, and we still get him this week without DeAndre. So 44.5, golly. I'm expecting a smash day from Rondale and then I'm going straight to Eno and Eno Benjamin's got 52 and a half rush yards as his prop. And I think over is a great play here. He is clearly the lead back uh, this week. He's going to take the James Connor role without Connor in there and uh, Williams. So he's going to be the true three down back behind him. They've got Keonta Ingram rookie. And then I believe they're pulling up uh, Corey Clement from the practice squad So, yeah, Eno's going to get all the work here once again in a game that we're expecting points. So I'm taking advantage of two lines that, 44 and a half, 52 and a half, for two guys who are going to. I'm expecting a lot of usage out of. I'm 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 going to take advantage of those low lines. My last and best bet is Josh Allen over 297 and a half pass yards. We get the the game of the week here, the one everyone wants to watch you know, the giant total Josh Allen has beat this prop three out of five games. One of the games he didn't, he got 297, So he missed it by half yard. And then the last game he also did not. It was that rain game in Baltimore games that the bills play that are like, I want to say I saw a number. It was like 46 total and over Josh Allen just crushes high total games. Play Josh Allen. 300 yards is nothing for this dude. He's already hit 400 twice this year. I don't understand how this line is this low. I honestly was expecting like 325 or something. So I think this is my best bet of the day. This The Bills don't run. So huge smash on Josh Allen over 297 and a half.
0: What number would you play with Ramondre Ramondre Stevenson's total yards?
1: Um. I played his Russian receiving last week at 75 and a half, I believe um, this week. I would be willing to carry that number to like one 15. Um, okay. wow. I'm t- I mean, I love the way bill talked about him this week. Bill does not talk about players like that. Yeah. And the way he talked, like he's like, Oh, I love this guy. Like, you know, it's just when you hear bill say something and then say something like that, like it, it means something. Yeah. And with no Harris, Ramondre is getting the ding load. I'm in Cleveland, like I said, just gets gashed on the ground for total yards with him. Yeah, I'd be comfortable pushing to 110, 115.
2: Is Ty Montgomery still on the IR too? Yeah. Yeah. Ty's on the IR. Okay. It's going to be Kyvin
0: okay. Harris and Pierre Strong or JJ Taylor. one of the three?
2: Uh, yeah. I mean,
0: any chance you can start at any player against the Seahawks, I strongly recommend doing it just because the defense is god awful. Also, for fantasy related takes, Sack Ertz should have a very good day. Um, just because we're awful against tight ends. It's just a a thing we like to do, and it's always been the case. Uh, Which means I'm up, which is super exciting. So I went with three first-half bets because I had really good success with that last week. So I'm going back to where I live, die, and break. Oh, my mosquito, what are you doing out here? Nobody wants you in this household? Um, I'm going to start my best bet. I'm going to go Cincinnati, which is a minus 0.5 first-half bet. I... I don't really know why Cincinnati's only like a 0.5. I guess it's because they've been struggling and faltering um, on the season. They haven't looked as good as we had anticipated them to look. But looking from a first half and second half perspective from the team power ranking, power ratings on TeamRankings.com, uh, Cincinnati's ranked 21st and New Orleans is ranked 28th. So it's not necessarily where you would want them to be Like, you'd want them to be higher than that, but I just, T. Higgins may be out. New Orleans Saints is going to be, it's it's just, it's depleted as is. I think this is probably going to be a really, really big game for Jamar Chase because that's usually what happens when T. Higgins is out. And it really comes down to how much is Joe Burrow going to be able to, like, let it rain and let it fly. Also, I believe they're away and New Orleans is home, which means that they're probably going to get the ball they may end up getting the ball in the last drive of the half. If things work out the way they're supposed to. So that's always a nice little caveat to that bet. It's my best bet. I just, I like betting Cincinnati. I think they're a good team. And I just, it's a matter of time until they start finding that groove and turning things around until Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase start connecting, not necessarily like they did last year, but in a similar way. Um, My next bet's gonna be Minnesota minus two first half bet also against Miami. Miami's playing Skyler Thompson. Um, all the power ratings and everything are really, really skewed towards Miami. And it's for good reason because Miami with Tua would 100% be the bet here. But because the fact that Tyreek's banged up and it's Skylar Thompson, I just, I don't see how, even though Minnesota is going to be away, how I can take, how I can not take Minnesota, especially at minus two. Like that's a key number. Minus three is still as, Is kind of that number where I look for first half bets and anything under that, something I'm definitely interested in either way. So Minnesota having a minus two for that being up against Skylar Thompson, granted Vikings defense is God awful. Um, I think it should be a really, really good day for the, for the Vikings. They're also ranked 11th in first half power ratings, which is always something you love to see. Um, and honestly just doing the best they can do, uh, I'd probably look to do a. I bet a unit on both Cincinnati and Minnesota. Um, yeah, I don't know if I go over you on either of them. My last one's me New Orleans, New England. Like I said earlier, uh, <laughs> New England is a uh, a pesky little bugger. Uh, they just they do things really really well, and the Browns just aren't really there. Um, they are what, not yet at least. When Watson comes back, if he comes back with this after allegations and such, it's going to be interesting. New England is ranked 13th in the first half. Cleveland is ranked 15th, but I do think that I think that being plus one and a half is enough for me to take a dive on New England. I'm not super confident on that. I'll be honest. I'm just kind of leaning on the fact that. New England is going to take away the run, and I don't know if Brissette's going to be able to do enough with Amari Cooper and David Njoku to make a consequence of that. So we'll see. But that's probably my least confident bet. I'd only do a half unit on that one, um, as is. And then for college, as always, oh, well, let's not forget musketeer parlay. We'll do the end. Screw it. We'll do the end. Uh, for college, my best bets, I've been doing really good lately. Um, hoping to keep that trend going. Coastal Carolina is 6-0. and They are 3-0 against conference. They are just smoking everyone, and everyone thanks to Grace and McCall. They're going to keep that running. They're going to go, I'm taking Coastal minus 12. They're probably going to win their division. It's They're a very good team. Minus 12 is still within that two-point touchdown when we're talking in that G5 school range, so I'm very happy to take that. And then I'm going to go California, minus 15 against Colorado. Colorado has yet to cover the spread the entire season. It's not once. They've given up on their coach. Um, their closest game was like 28, 30 points. Um it's not looking really good for Colorado. And while California is not a powerhouse of any degree, margin, or insert fun little word there, this is truly just betting that Colorado is indeed not a good football team, which I don't think they are. And I've made money betting against them. I'm going to hopefully continue
2: betting money against them. Drew, who do you got coming up for college? So I have Kansas plus eight and a half at Oklahoma. Oklahoma's getting Dylan Gabriel back, and Kansas is without their starter, Jalen Daniels. But Oklahoma's defense has been terrible in the Big 12 play. They have allowed 145 points in three games against Kansas State, TCU, and Texas. Kansas's backup, Jason Bean, he played fine for Kansas against TCU last week. He had four touchdowns in the second half against a ranked TCU team. And Oklahoma's rush defense has been a real issue over 900 yards in conference play. So they have Devin Devin Neal for the Jayhawks, has averaged over six and a half yards of carry. I think this offense under Lance Leipold will be able to still string long points and even upset Oklahoma. I know it's crazy to say for college football that Oklahoma would be on the ropes hosting Kansas, but this Oklahoma team has looked terrible in conference play. So I'm taking Kansas plus the points, plus eight and a half at Oklahoma. And my other college play, James Madison minus 12 and a half at Georgia Southern. They're one of the best stories this year in college football. They're undefeated and they're ranked in their first year as an FBS program. They only allow 15 points per game. It's 14th nationally. And Todd Centeo has been great at quarterback, 15 touchdowns, only one interception. You're going up against Georgia Southern, whose quarterback, Buffalo transfer Kyle Van has thrown 11 interceptions already. Georgia Southern's turnover margin is minus five, which is 114th nationally, compared to James Madison's plus five, which is 16th. James Madison's run defense is the best nationally, only allowing 42 yards on the ground. If they if they continue that, they'll basically eliminate Jalen White for Georgia Southern, and you're gonna have a turnover prone Kyle Van Trees throwing the ball, airing it out, playing catch up. I think James Madison moves to six and zero against the spread and straight up, and they beat Georgia Southern this weekend. Schultze, who are you riding?
1: All right, my first one is uh TCU minus three and a half uh against Oklahoma State. This one's at TCU. Um, both teams undefeated here. We got a top 15 matchup, so this should be a fun game, but. I'm leaning to TCU where if you look at their game so far, I think they've uh, their quality of opponent over their last three is uh, a lot better than what Oklahoma state has faced like all season. And TCU has been humming on offense. They're coming along and Oklahoma state gives up 342 passing yards a game, which is second to last in the country. So that's uh not a good recipe when you consider the best team they've played this year is Baylor. Um, so I'm going to TCU there at home to take it by three and a half. And then the second one for me is Clemson also minus three and a half. I think I've seen this one down to, or up to five minus five. I caught it at three and a half, but Florida state, uh, got that hot start. But since then it's not been so hot. Um, They took that loss to NC state and then wake forest the week before. So, you know, it's like, yeah, it was all fun. You know, they had that big uh, LSU game. They took down Louisville. Uh, but then it's like, they start playing some real competition and you know, the wheels are starting to fall off and that's fine because they weren't supposed to be anything this year. So maybe they will be, you know, within the next couple of years. And that's awesome for them. This team looks like they are turning a corner, but, Three and a half points against Clemson when they've shown that the last two games when they've got to step up to some better competition, they're not up for it. Uh I just I like that one. Number four team in the country in Clemson, three and a half points.
0: That's really
1: not that much. So I'm I'm riding Clemson here.
0: I like that one a lot. It's one of my um money in the bag bets that I can try to do if I'm up a little bit. I love all of those and very excited to see how that's gonna turn out following a couple of days here. Let's finish out with the musketeer parlay. As always, parlays are a tremendous waste of money. I strongly don't recommend you to do it, but if you do wish to make money and you're up going into the weekend, this is our three-leg parlay that we think has the best chance of hitting. We're going to go Cincinnati minus .5 first half line. Excuse me. We're going to go Patriots plus two and a half first half line, or no, excuse me, plus two and a half game total. I'm gonna go Minnesota minus two first half. I just, I, I'll put it as, I'll say it like this, I'll put it like this. Boys, one of these weeks this is gonna hit, and damn it, maybe it's this week. This is the week. This is the week. We're, the week. we're, you know, we're, and we're gonna,
1: it. we're gonna be the smartest people alive when it happens. Absolutely. You know, event,
0: eventually, if we keep saying it, we're gonna be right. No one's ever gonna or miss it. So just remember our hits. Yeah. That's it. All right. I'm starting to sound like I'm talking like I'm underwater, <laughs> which means COVID's come back. I'm going to slap me around a little bit for the remainder of the evening. I'm going to go put on a movie. I'm going to go find some food to eat. Gentlemen, it's been a pleasure as always. Let's go ahead and sign off and let him know where we can find him at.
1: Hey, catch me on Twitter. Uh, Schultzy, S-C-H-U-1-T-Z-Y. Uh, I don't know. I just tweet about sports and fancy and stuff and, you know, do a podcast with my buddy. I've uh, been off for a few weeks. He's on vacation, but we'll be back next week. And uh, yeah, good times. Find me,
2: find me on Twitter. At Drew Roberts underscore probably will be venting about the Colts um, and probably about how poorly the bets have been going, but that's going to change. This is the week that's going to change, especially after this musketeer parlay. And eventually it's going to
0: switch. It always does. If you're always, if you're above 50%, you're always winning. You can find me on Twitter at the you're going to find me talking shit about the Mariners and also lamenting about them. You're going to find me talking shit about your favorite player and praising other favorite players. Um, as always, it's been a pleasure, gentlemen. Looking forward to diving deep next week. You can find us at Twitter here. Please go listen to the other Yards Per articles and um, podcasts. And, again, with all these numbers on BetUS, if you use the promo code Yards Per. And discount, or if you deposit $50, you're going to get a 125% deposit bonus on top of that $50 if you're a first-time um, subscriber. know. Uh, yeah, deposit. Thank you, deposit. All right. That's it. I'm calling it a day, baby. That's the podcast. <laughs> Peace.